0: This Clancy Shane and Kimber podcast is available for you wherever you are. Just like Ram's home loans are with you during the entire loan process, from gaining the loan and for the life of the loan. There are some very excited people right now around the planet talking about something we haven't seen this close before. And I speak, of course, of NASA's work to get these amazing photos of Pluto.
1: Yeah, nine years in the making, they've uh, set a probe mm. out there and it went past Pluto at 28,000 miles per hour mm. and still managed to get a snapshot. Yeah, not blurry. I don't know how that works, <laughs> but someone that's going to tell us more.
0: Absolutely. Let's find out more about uh, what's going on uh, and is the planet still alive from the uh, Swinburne University of Technology. Dr. Alan Duffy, uh, Dr. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. 3 billion
1: miles from Earth. Uh, what can we learn from actual photos
2: and vid from uh, from Pluto? Well, the first thing we can learn is just how good NASA is at flying these kind of missions. That's That achievement, they had to thread it between the moon of Charon and the planet Pluto. Uh, they managed to get essentially through the gaps of a bridge in Sydney, One starting off from the other side of the planet so that was an outstanding achievement yeah and what we've learned already one is that pluto is a little bit bigger than we expected uh the it's got lots of um a really strange sort of organic gunk on its surface called thoylene so it's actually orange in color not like a snow ice kind of moon or planet Mm. and finally that it's got a far more complex history than we ever imagined i'm looking at these images and i i'm blown away it's an absolute car crash of a world it's got craters cliffs you name it far different from this really we almost boring kind of frozen world at the edge of the solar system it would Actually be yeah. fascinating so yeah it's been a huge mission already and there's so much more to come.
3: They are really impressive photos. We have spoken about the Mars One project, which is sending people up to colonise Mars. The plan is to send those people in 10 years. Um, but we're only just celebrating getting incredible photos from Pluto. Does that even seem like it's a possibility for the future for Mars One?
2: Yeah, look, it's it's pretty ambitious. This is uh, This really pushed our technology to its limits. And that was a, you know a piano-sized robot, and that's an uh, outstanding achievement to try to imagine sending humans on this kind of journey several years and them not die at the end of it, I think it's probably stretching us right now. Mm-hmm. Even NASA's not going to try to do this until about 2040. So yeah, I'm afraid we may have to scale back our ambitions on that one for oh, the time being. Of
0: course, that moon that you mentioned, the moon of uh, Shara, and we call it the moon of Shazza, yeah? Uh, <laughs> and our fascination with Mars over the years, you know, you even have songs. David Bowie didn't write a song called, you know, Is There Life on Pluto, did he? But is there life on Pluto? Is that a possibility, uh, Doc?
2: No, I think, uh, I think it's going to just be uh, too cold, too inhospitable. Mm. Um, but what it does tell us is how our early solar system formed. It's a window, a pristine sample back 4.6 billion years to when the solar system formed and what made our solar system so special that we could form here. So it's, it's part of that overall jigsaw puzzle of telling us how life started on Earth. But sadly, I think, no, we're unlikely to see any aliens waving back at this, uh, this little. <laughs>
1: yeah, but the probe is going to continue going. It's, it's powered on for another well, I think 20 years or something. Um, outside our solar system, what do they expect to find?
2: Well, it's actually going to fly by a couple of even smaller, more distant uh, worlds. These are called the Kuiper Belt objects. These are just rock and ice left over from the messy business of, of forming planets. Uh, it's important to get a closer look at that because occasionally they come close to us. We think some of the asteroids that have landed and wiped out the dinosaurs could have actually originated from this far away. So it's nice to know what's actually going on either, uh, either edges of the solar system. But yeah, the probe will just keep on flying. It will eventually leave our solar system entirely and just drift between the stars Carrying the ashes of uh, Pluto's discoverer Clyde Tombaugh on board, so it's a it's a heck of a burial for him. Fascinating. As a, as a somebody that studies this, can you do you believe there is other life out there? Uh, I certainly uh, can't imagine that we're alone. There's just too many worlds.
0: Yeah, that's all I
2: needed. <laughs> yeah, there's no. Big he just freak.
1: wanted someone to reassure him. <laughs> that's all I needed. Yeah, there might I'll be keep, a better place. I'll keep watching, Star Trek. <laughs>
0: We're thinking of sending Shane to Mars because we heard it was uh, irreversible, <laughs> if not come back. Hey, Doctor, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. And we love seeing the footage of the uh, the NASA team celebrating. And there were so many m- nerds amongst them, but brilliant nerds.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a good day.
0: Yeah, terrific. Dr. Alan Duffy there, the uh, astronomer joining us this morning. You're struggling to find a rug, mate, for your That's place. That's right,
1: yeah. If you've seen the movie The Big Lebowski, the rug gets taken from his house and yeah. it, it actually tied his house, to the room together. And, mm-hmm. and this, I've got a, a space upstairs that I need a rug. Mm. Um, I've been into rug shops. Uh, hi, I'm Ruggy. Mm-hmm. Um, rugs. We've got so many rugs, rugs you rugs, don't know what to rugs. do with them.
0: Yeah. Hi, I'm Fussy, I think yeah. is the shop you uh, oh. need to go to. Now, now. we're Where's just it? talking
1: off air, Claire's. and you reckon there's a rug place?
0: Do you like the shaggy type rugs? Because not Kimber's brother, but there's a shaggy <laughs> type rug that I got that's actually pretty good quality. They're really heavy, and I got it from Freedom a few years ago. But you just can't have it in a high traffic area because the little individual things, whatever they're made of, the synthetic stuff comes out. Yeah. So if you've got that in a room, you're not going to stand on it too much. It's mm. awesome. I'd so probably lay down on you want, you want a rug that
3: it. you can't use as a rug? No, but no, no, this knows is a, non, this is for a for small, small traffic <laughs> this
0: area. is the commune I, that he was talking about.
3: I, I don't know how hard it can be to find a big leather like uh, leopard well, print rug for you. It, it'll be one of those <laughs> photograph
1: locations where you lie down, I face down nude.
0: Oh, nice. Uh,
3: <laughs> Joseph in Bull Creek. It's a
0: different rug. Have
3: yeah. you found it hard to buy something that's in massive supply?
0: Yeah. Um
1: Oh, I've, I've I've found it hard to buy golf clubs.
3: Oh, okay. Golf clubs should be pretty readily available. I would have thought, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, oh, it's a bit embarrassing. I think it's because I've got, like, quite short legs.
0: Mm. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see.
1: So you need won. to go to mini golf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I've got quite long arms as well, so it's quite an awkward size. Oh, also, Joseph... Like-
0: Popeye. Um, <laughs>
3: yeah. Aren't golf clubs quite expensive too? So you they want to are. make sure that they yeah. feel right and they've got because you're making quite a commitment. That's
1: right. Yeah, that's right. I've actually been told just to go to China to get
0: them made because they make them custom over there. Yeah. Do you
1: know I saw a dude uh, at the um, uh, hotel I was staying at in Singapore that bought a set of golf clubs? Yeah. And he was taking them upstairs and I said to him... You can't be serious. You're buying golf clubs in Singapore. Talking about, he goes, "Yeah, because I got exactly what you require. Is that he's got a, a short arms
0: and long legs? That's, yeah, It's <laughs> amazing you it's said really that. Because, uh, Joseph, uh, in Singapore, though, I saw a, a bag that looked beautiful. Looked like a million bucks. It was eight and a half thousand dollars with no what? clubs. No clubs in it, Joseph. That's no yeah, clubs. Yeah, there's a lot of people with money in singers. Oh, mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's hard I've to buy been told for to wear taller shoes.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <She> <laughs> call, call Craig Perry, mate He's not a tall bloke He's a good golfer Golf shoes with yeah. long spikes yeah. <laughs> Get on Good luck Thanks, matey
3: Jade in Southern River What have you found it hard to buy? Um, I found it hard to buy shoes I have size 11 ladies' feet mm. Right and oh my God. I, They're narrow, not big feet So everything that's size, like above a size 9 is wide That is and so true
1: And how tall a person shoes. are you?
3: um i'm only five foot four
1: and you've got a size 11 feet (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're
3: You're a kangaroo
1: you're made for swimming
0: Hey, Jade, you've got to tell him off for that. You can't laugh at it.
3: Hang on. No, No, I I apologise. We ask people to say what they've got trouble shopping for, and we end up just talking about their (laughs) physicality. It's not a ruche. It's a uh,
1: Jade, a a lot of taller ladies with a bigger foot, I know they go online. There's uh, there's several places you can buy shoes like that. Um, Mm.
3: Jade, have you tried to get your shoes made? My sister had a pair of shoes made, and they look fantastic. Yeah, I've had one pair, but they um they broke pretty yeah. quickly. Oh. Her friend was Ronald McDonald, though. That didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> I feel hey. for you, right? I've seen those size 11 mm. shoes. They're really wide. While I'm
0: apologising, yeah. I'm going to
1: give you our call of the day prize, um, <laughs> <laughs> Pepper Pig.
3: No, really, sh- I want awkward. to hear him apologise. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, actually, you can do the prize thing. Yeah, see. Okay,
0: <laughs> are Jade? you softening, mate? You would never apologise <laughs> you... before. <laughs> I just have no, never
3: sorry. heard of it. Uh, Jade, you've won tickets to see Peppa Pig live, <laughs> the Big Splash, direct from London to hey. West End. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> good on you, Jade. Uh, enjoy
0: and good luck with the shoes.
3: Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, if anyone knows where, Jay, can find some size 11 ladies' shoes. Yes, with
3: slim foot. Yeah. Stop, <laughs>
0: stop you... it, man.
3: Shane, that is not an apology.
0: Yeah, forget it. Don't no, forget just it. a little backward uh, slap in the face. <laughs> backward, <laughs> if she right. wasn't
3: there, you waited until she was off the phone. I know. Thanks, Jay. I was
0: going to te- test his testosterone levels, actually. Don't apologise. au to find out more. On his birthday today, the is with us, Colin Barnett. Yes, and Colin, um, we've just
1: been talking about Singapore, so we've got you a present here. For your birthday, there's a couple of bucks for you. <laughs> a
4: couple of Singapore well, dollars. I we'll get much of that. that that's fantastic. Two dollars Singapore. I'm
1: overwhelmed. No, uh, no, no. Uh, we that was a whip around between me and Claire's. Okay, <laughs> they didn't, one, didn't one even ask
4: me. Obviously, everyone else said uh, mixed ninety four point five declined. Yeah, Well, we thanks gave you the coffee.
3: I felt like because we'd already got yeah, you the look, coffee. You're the that only that it was you're hard hard
4: the to FM station that gives me a coffee.
3: Yeah, so and thanks for give that. Give
0: is the operative word. Yeah. Uh,
3: all right, look. Can I talk politics with you Absolutely. for just a sec now? The proposed plans for the Rowe Highway extension, which is going to head down for, to Fremantle, yep. um, it's upset a lot of people because obviously it means more sound barriers. There's wetlands through there that are going to be destroyed and uh, some homes might need to go as well. Now, my eight-year-old niece is concerned because she has the highway. It will be directly on their back fence. Uh-oh. And she's a bit worried about the environment. She's a bit of a fragile thing. Um, you but might she... need to
1: put your cans on for this, Colin. Yeah, you want oh, to hear this. Phone so phone. she
3: asked me if she could give you a message, so I recorded no. it on my phone This so is a girl scorned, is it? This is my eight-year-old. Old niece, Poppy. Okay.
1: Mr. Barnett, I care for the <laughs> environment, and I'm not really happy having a big road behind our house killing some of the environment. How would you like it if you were the environment and you got killed?
4: <laughs> thank you for
1: listening to this, by Poppy.
4: Well, thank you, Poppy. But, uh, that was cute. How would you feel I, if I you got
1: like killed? I wouldn't like to be
4: killed, Poppy, and I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> not many of us would, environmentally or not. No. Look, hmm. um, there's no doubt when Row Eight is built, and it will be built. That decision's been made. Um, it will disrupt the environment, particularly through the Beeliar wetlands. But once it's completed, uh, there will be little or no impact, and in fact, that wetland will probably be better in the way it's managed. So that that's an issue, and I think we can handle that. Um, is I that because
3: you're putting in extra, like a well?
4: It, it's basically going to be elevated. It's going to be a bridge across the wetland, mm-hmm. and oh. there'll be a lot of in, lot of money go into rehabilitating the wetland. And so, on. and I've, I've walked through the bush; it is very beautiful. I recognise that. So mm. there's going to be some loss of vegetation, um, and the construction will be disruptive. But a few years later, I think it'll be great. And the, the big issue about it is that Railway has been part of the long-term planning of Perth. It will take about 500 heavy vehicles a day off suburban roads and put them on a dedicated freight link. Uh, that's going to be a big safety issue for the southern suburbs and uh, less congestion, certainly much improved road safety.
1: And better for the frogs. Well done. Claire's got fro- a question. <laughs> well,
4: well You've got fro- an eight-year-old? <laughs> oh, about frogs. I'll guarantee to Poppy the frogs will be fine. They'll be okay. Okay, she'll hold
0: you to that too. She's that kind of kid. Is that a potential Hillary Clinton right there? Him, Poppy? She's only <laughs> eight. I love it. Our city changes so much. You know, uh, have you spent much time down at Elizabeth Quay? Because I drove past the other day and it seems to change. And if you look at that big window at the convention, centre, it seems to change the look every week. It is fascinating.
4: Yeah, I haven't walked around the site for about three or four months but I probably will in the next few weeks. Uh, look, it's it's finally coming together. It's taking yeah. a long time but it, it is going to be a spectacular place and uh, I know there's a, there's a group in our community that continually criticise it. Well, okay, I can't accept that. Everyone's got their own views but I think you'll find when Elizabeth Key opens, Uh, there will be thousands of people there every day. It'll be fantastic. And the stadium, how are we going with that? Stadiums, um, I think by the end of September, will be 25% built. Um, It's way ahead of schedule. It's quite a simple structure, if you think about it. It's not Hmm. high-rise. But I think if you drive past over the the Windan Bridge and you can see it, uh, it's changing every week. And uh, so... It's it will definitely be ready for the beginning of the two thousand and eighteen season. I suspect it will be ready late two thousand and seventeen. So you may even see
0: some of the final games
4: play there. Yeah.
0: So that, that's you know, that's not in the
4: contract, okay. but it's that far ahead of schedule. That's
1: amazing. fantastic.
0: Very good. Uh, Colin, being honest. Any birthday presents today? Um, no, apart from your cup of coffee. but um <laughs> no,
1: two and, and,
4: and $2 from Singapore. Which <laughs> is just, you know, Buy some um, toast no, in spend Singapore. You've right? no, no, been there uh, a couple of times recently. No, Lynn selected my birthday present, and that right. was a, a mirror for our little farmhouse. So, you know, thanks, Lynn. Okay, nothing wrong with that. That's yeah, I don't get to choose, but don't get to receive it. <laughs> Happy, birthday, it mate. Happy birthday.
0: Have a great day. Good to yeah. see you. Okay, all the best. The Premier Colin Barnett with us. This Clersie, Shane and Kimber podcast is now done. But support on your Rams home loan never finishes. Rams home loans are always just a phone call away.